Hello, and welcome to Unk-Popular Opinions, a safe space for fans of BTS and other K-pop groups to ask the tough question, what do I think of this? I'm your host, Ginger Nuna, and on today's episode, I'm going to share my initial reaction to BTS's second all-English song, Butter, and how I think it works as a follow-up to last year's smash hit, Dynamite. Just like in episode 7, I'm going to listen to the song instead of watching the music video. I think it's easier to focus on the lyrics when I'm not getting distracted by the visuals. And I think I'll also take a look at the writing credits because that is something that I'm really interested in for this song. All right, it is almost nine o'clock, so I'm gonna sign into Spotify and listen to the song and tell you guys what I think. I'm really excited. I have high hopes for this, so we'll see. Okay. Um, I'm experiencing a lot of conflicting emotions right now. Uh, I liked, I, I did like this song. I liked it more than Dynamite, but it still wasn't quite what I hoped for. And yeah, I'm, I guess the first word to describe how I feel right now is disappointed. And I want to use the rest of this episode to explain what I was going into this song hoping I would hear and why I feel the way I do. Because some of this is, of course, my initial gut reaction. And some of this is based on a list I made for myself of what I felt Dynamite was lacking and I was hoping to ha have in Butter. So I, I want to start out with a quote from the Rolling Stone article that came out earlier this week. In it, it says, Like the lighthearted Dynamite, Butter has no heavy message. It's a pure swaggering dance pop celebration in the retro vein of Bruno Mars with layers of Jam and Lewis style synths and boasts of being smooth like butter and having a superstar glow. When I initially read that, I knew that we weren't going to get the kind of lyrics that a lot of fans expect from BTS. And as I'm thinking about it right now, I guess that kind of makes sense that we didn't get the cerebral lyrics that we often associate, especially with RM's writing. That makes a lot of sense because there's usually some level of metaphor or beautiful imagery in their title tracks. But the majority of the, what I would call super cerebral lyrics tend to come in B-sides. So I guess it is to be expected that a title track or a single wouldn't have the most hard-hitting lyrics. And to be fair, um, RM did warn us. I like the lyrics more for this one. They seem to flow a lot better. My big issue with Dynamite was the lyrics. 
uh, because they are relatively disjointed. If you think about the viral video of George Clooney doing the dramatic reading of Dynamite, it looks to be a cold reading, which means that he is reading it for the first time on camera. He didn't read it before they started shooting. And the look on his face, to me, read as, I can't believe that these are the lyrics to the number one song in the country. Because if you look at the lyrics to Dynamite and you take them away from the music itself, from the visuals, from the dancing, and just focus on the lyrics, the lyrics aren't that great. They don't flow very well. It actually reminds me of this song from the movie Pop Star Never Stop Never Stopping. In it, the character, the main character, Connor For Real, writes a song that is made entirely of catchphrases, and it's called Turn Up the Beef. I will include a link to a YouTube video of it in the show notes, and Spotify listeners, you can actually catch the song at the end of this episode. I will tack it on. But just like Turn Up the Beef, Dynamite just kind of seemed like a bunch of random phrases being thrown together. Things that rhymed, but didn't really tell any kind of a story. This told more of a story, so I did appreciate that. I also appreciate that there was actually rapping in this one. I think that is really important because one thing that really separates BTS from other K-pop groups and at its true core is that BTS was formed using rappers, not singers who were trained to rap after they were hired. They had rappers. And I thought it was a real disservice in Dynamite to not have any kind of real rapping at all. Because even outside the clever wordplay that the rap line uses, just their flow and how they rap is so incredible to listen to. It was a little disjointed in this song, just because, of course, they're trying to rap in English. Singing in English, I'm sure, is hard enough as it is. This song had worse pronunciation than Dynamite did. This song sounded a lot more like when they would perform Dynamite live. Because if you compare the recording of Dynamite to live performances of Dynamite, all of a sudden it's very apparent that six out of these seven men don't speak English fluently. And with this song, I think it's pretty apparent that they don't speak English. And so I can't even imagine rapping in English where you're having to speak a foreign language rapidly based for, at least for Suga, based on sounds. And that I'm sure some of them mean something to him, but it's not like RM who knows the meaning and the syntax behind everything that he's saying. I am also seething at the J-Hope erasure of this song. Where 
is Hobie. I was looking through the lyrics while the song was going, and I kept seeing all of these other lines and all of the other names. And I'm scrolling and scrolling and scrolling. And I thought for a moment, oh my gosh, is he not going to get any lines in this at all? And he did at the very, very end. Um, they were definitely not demonstrative of his talents. And to be fair, it is really hard to showcase everyone's talent all at once in a song. It's incredibly hard. And I think a lot of people tend to feel like their bias is being ignored when their line load isn't as big as the other members in a song. I, I'm thinking particularly of in Dynamite, there was a lot of uproar about how little Jin had in that song. And if you think about it from a musical standpoint, there are certain songs where Jin's voice fits really well and other songs where other people's voices fit really well. Jin's voice for Dynamite didn't have the exact quality that was needed for that type of song. It's kind of like if you asked Jin to sing Singularity um, or really anybody other than V to sing Singularity. I'm sure they would do a fine job, but their voices don't match the tone of that song like V's does. So this is one of those times where I have to put aside the fact that I am a soap bias. My co-biases are J-Hope and Suga. And except that maybe this wasn't the best song to feature J-Hope's talent, but it still makes me a little sad just because I, I feel like Hobie is the one who gets overlooked a lot. And with the concept photos for Dynamite, where all of a sudden all of these people realized, oh my gosh, J-Hope is hot. We were having this, this moment where J-Hope was really coming into his own and people were finally opening their eyes and realizing how important he is. And with this song, I feel like we kind of took a step back and it's like, oh, nope, just kidding. I think an aspect of this song that was a little disappointing for me was the imbalance between the vocal line and the rap line. And I'm not saying that BTS's sound can't evolve. It always is. And that's a good thing. Most people who have followed BTS or looked through their history know, oh yeah, there are different sounds. And actually the evolution of their sound from their debut to I Need You in the Most Beautiful Moment in Life era, that's when they started to become really popular. That's when people noticed them is when they changed their sound. So it's not that I am disappointed that their sound is changing. It's that this was a very vocal line heavy song, just like Dynamite was. I was really hoping for something that was almost the exact opposite of Dynamite, not necessarily in terms of tone where, oh, well, this song is brooding. I was expecting a song of the summer, something really upbeat, but 
I was hoping that this would be more in line with a lot of the BTS songs where the rap line and the vocal line are pretty 50-50 or the vocal line takes the chorus and the pre-chorus and all the verses are done by the rap line. I'm thinking a great example is Blood, Sweat, and Tears where you get a really good representation of what everyone can do except Jin. Yeah, no, Jin gets left out a lot, but his solo work, Jin's solo work is top notch, but that's, that's neither here nor there. Oh, and his Japanese work, Jin gets to really shine in the Japanese songs. Anyway, what I was hoping for with Butter was something that would be new and exciting to the American audience. So I think a big part of this all English song is a continuation of BTS's push into the Western market, which was really established with Dynamite. And I saw Dynamite as one of BTS's Trojan horses. They've had several Trojan horses. This was their Trojan horse for breaking into the Western music scene. And so that's why overall I was forgiving of frankly insipid lyrics um, that clearly were not written by BTS because they can do better. Um, There's nothing wrong with a fun pop song. I love a good fun pop song, but I had to acknowledge that for this Trojan horse to work, they had to appeal to the most people. And in this case, it meant leaving clever wordplay at the door and just focusing on the fun. And this was their, and Dynamite was their introduction. And what I wanted with Butter was, okay, you've taken the Trojan horse in, you've made it into Troy. I'm not expecting you to all of a sudden pop out of the horse and be like, surprise, we're actually completely like this. But I was expecting more of BTS's, for lack of better words, true colors to come through. I was hoping for more difficult sounding rap. I was hoping for a chance for them to say, we caught your attention and now that we have it, here is why we're here to stay. We are incredible musicians who write thought-provoking lyrics, who rap bonkers numbers of syllables in a minute and are truly talented now that the Western eyes are looking at them. Because I feel like the West was sort of looking cautiously before Dynamite came out. And then when Dynamite came out, those from the West who didn't know who they were now know who they are. And I wanted them to take advantage of the fact that all eyes are on them to say, we're not just what we did in Dynamite. We're even better. And this progression is too slow. Looking at the writing credits for the song, I am 
pleased to see that RM had a hand in writing the lyrics. That was, again, one of the things that really bothered me about Dynamite was that in this Trojan horse, they were relying on completely Western songwriters and producers to help push that Trojan horse. And something I wanted now that they've entered Troy, I wanted them to have more of a hand in the creative side of the music. And it's still not quite what we're accustomed to with their Korean music, which typically is written by all of the rap line. Um, Jungkook and the other vocal line members are starting to get in there more. But if you look at their Japanese tracks, for instance, it's not uncommon for only one member to have had a hand in writing the lyrics, and then none of the members had anything to do with the production. So it's not like this is something out of the ordinary, and I wonder if it has to do with the fact that they're working in a Western market. So I guess uh, the long and the short of it is, I like this song. I'm going to listen to this song. I do, despite how it sounds, how I'm feeling, I do like this song. I am just disappointed that it didn't live up to what I wanted it to be for them as artists and to prove to the West why their fandom is as big as it is. Their fandom isn't big because they're attractive. The fandom isn't big because their music sounds good. I mean, those things are very, very true. But part of the reason ARMY is so big is the message behind BTS's lyrics. And I'm just disappointed that the lyrics in this song didn't disprove the naysayers. It didn't shut down any criticism of, oh, well, they're just a pop band. And I was really hoping that it would. I was really hoping that this would be their way of sticking it to all of the people in the West who look down on boy bands in general, who look down on K-pop and show that they are true artists with immense amounts of talent other than just their performance talent. Yeah, I think that's just how I would sum up. I will listen to it. I like it a lot more than Dynamite. But I'm disappointed. Listeners, did Butter live up to your expectations? What do you think is next for BTS? Send your unkpopular opinions to unkpopularopinionspod at gmail.com. Be sure to subscribe so you're one of the first to know when a new episode is released. Also, Spotify listeners can now enjoy enhanced episodes that include the songs that inspire the podcast. Just look for the episodes with the music notes. Thanks so much for listening, and don't forget to keep questioning.